What do you get when you add the greatest American hero and Norm from Cheers and Evil Dead 2? You get a huge mess. Jamie? Uh huh. Let's go watch House. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every other week, we watch a different movie from the 80s, and then we talk about it. Sometimes when I said every other week, we watch a movie within three days and <laughs> talk about... Twice in one week. Twice in a week. I don't... This is not our format. This makes me wonder if I've had enough time with either of these movies. I don't know if I'm processing this properly. I feel like I've... I, you, you feel like you've yeah. really parsed it out. You're like, yeah. you know what? I saw it. Yeah. I, I saw that big purple monster, whatever With that was. With the fingernails, was... when it had the fingernails. <sighs> anyway, Better I am one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge. And with me, as <laughs> always, maybe with a gigantic rubber hand stuck to your back oh, somehow, oh. is Jamie Lorello. That's me. Here I am, just in my unhaunted house. Nothing in the closets here. You sure? Did you check? Do you get up at midnight and check your closets? I do set up. I do order cameras, and I set a whole thing up. And I, yeah, no. No, no, I mean, the thing about a haunted house is it appears that if you don't open the closets exactly at midnight, it's totally fine. Yeah, you're okay. Your house kind of isn't haunted. And and I I mean, I guess that's the tale of the haunted house movie, right? If If you... Know that this house has given you bad vibes. Why mm-hmm. stay? Why stay? Your aunt has given you the warning. You've had these visions. Well, I know why he stays. Then we know why he stays. To get his son, right, in the end? I have so is... many questions about this son. How long has he been gone? That's my question. How did he really disappear? What's with the creepy shady car that pulls away, like peels out in the road? Because I was like, this kid was abducted was by child molesters. Yeah, he was ab- yeah. Turns out, not even close to the case. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I I just and also if you have an, if you have a haunted house, does that necessarily extend to the guest house? <laughs> it does. It's the whole oh, it and the pool. It's, just, it's, it's a the property. property. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I guess all the haunted house movies I've seen before are just houses alone. What about that one? Didn't they have like a back shed that they went to? The one where the girl had the birthday party. And they didn't they go to a, like the back house. What are you talking about? The haunt, the scary movie we watched where there was the birthday party where she had all the dead people at her birthday. It wasn't party. a haunted house. She was just crazy and murdered her friends. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I couldn't <laughs> remember if there was like a. Oh, I. You know what? We never do. We never really promote our Patreon. Uh, I think that's a great thing to do here because that was Happy Birthday to me, which was a patrons only episode, and I do have to say that was. Super fun. Remember how they yeah. all had scarves on? They yeah. all had the same scarf that was like their fraternity or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a great movie. 
Unlike House, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to ruin it right up front. Because Don't hide a your wonderful, feelings. A wonderful patron of ours, Aaron, was like, you guys should watch this dumb horror comedy, House, and have a great time with it. I got to say, I had less of a great time than I... Maybe my expectations were too high. I I don't know what it was. I'm glad George Went showed up. Yeah, because he was a little saving. Yeah, it was yeah. like a a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. But this movie to me felt like this is kind of like a really really poor man's version of Evil Dead Two, and Evil Dead Two had a poor man's version of it, and it was called Evil Dead. So <laughs> I just. Yeah, it's just when the tools are floating around, I was like, this really feels like I need Bruce Campbell to be here. He would take control of this situation and not be such a weird whiny baby like this guy. Yeah, this guy. I think that might have been what it is. I was I was frustrated. Now, I was trying to see it. You know, I was trying to see it from Aaron's perspective Mm -hmm. and see, Okay, what what fun did she want us to have with this? (laughs) Um, but I, I could see here and there, like, again, because the monsters or the bad, whatever they are, ghosts, monsters, haunted, haunties? What are they? The haunted? No, the haunties. They, they're pretty goofy, like the monsters that comes out of the closet, the lady monster. The, the... I just, it, it, it was it, it was a little boring here's to me. the thing and listen we've been doing this for seven years yeah. and I still haven't quite figured out what kind of podcast we are <laughs> we should probably know that but I think some people probably listen to us and go oh this is a bad movie podcast oh right, right right we watch bad movies and we talk about them and we poke holes in them and I'm not saying that that's what Aaron wanted us to do but we've done that a lot. I, I think the one thing people should never expect from us is like legitimate film criticism. That's not what's happening <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. So I think if, if, and I'm not saying, you know, he can't like this movie. Anybody can like any movie they want, but I am curious, like if you are a fan of this movie, what is it? Like, is it silly fun? Is it like so bad you could kind of like laugh at it and be like this is a terrible performance and i don't know if this woman's russian or just doesn't know how to deliver lines like i, I think don't she really just doesn't know. know how to deliver lines but, but i do have to say when she showed up and started talking i was like i'm kind of interested now because i don't know what this dynamic is when she brought her kid over i was like all right now this is crazy town but then we never see her again which is kind of no which she doesn't even come when the fire you know what i mean you know how sometimes they bring back all the neighborhood of the little characters that we've met along the way the cop that's like can i ask you a random question can i use your restroom <laughs> The cops in this are very confusing, too. At one point, I just wrote in my notes, now he's serving cops coffee. And George Wentz there, too, for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And the cops don't even look around. They're not even like, did you blow a hole in that giant swordfish there? Like, is that it's what not, I happened it was while you were cleaning Didn't, the... Yeah, yeah but you... Th- <laughs> He threw a towel over it. Like, that's the most obvious, like, covering some mistake or bit of evidence. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. And I'm I'm not even going to try and imagine what Aaron uh, is seeing this through his eyes. The other piece is... So congratulations, um, Aaron. You've now been lumped in with 
the majority of our patrons who have suggested stuff and were like, this is stupid. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the other thing is may- maybe sometimes these movies are nostalgic. Oh, yeah, yeah. For no. the person, you know, maybe this was some, you know, like, I don't know, in some way nostalgic for Aaron. And um, I could appreciate that, too. And it is. It's The Great American Hero. My husband got excited when he was like, why are The Great American Heroes in this? He's like, wait, it's a William Cat project? Yeah, yeah. I am all in. Yeah. And then he watched five minutes and went, oh, that's why he doesn't make me. He just listened to it, and he was like, oh. <laughs> he listened yeah. just from the sounds? Yeah, yeah. He was turned off to No, it. actually, not true, not true. When it first started, the music and even the, uh, which we'll just get into, right? Um, the music the scary, and the scary, like, negative photos yes, yeah. yeah he was like all right this is going down the right the right path and then as we started to meet our characters and everything he was like oh yeah. i like how that's a turn off and he's like oh these are the characters yeah all right okay i'm out now well even all right let's get into it no, now, let's you're get gonna into have it to help me. my notes are real loose because literally i you took amazing notes. it's almost like we reversed Positions oh, yeah, here because yeah. you, you took amazing notes for Into the Night. You, I mean, I had you meal details. Everyone was saying, I was just like, I don't know, something happened. And Jeff Goldblum was there. And I, um, maybe that was it too, because we watched two movies in one week. Mm-hmm. And that, even though we both agreed Into the Night was kind of a weird, wacky movie, um, it, it was interesting enough to keep you watching this. There, which, were, there were stretches where I was just like, are we still walking around this house? Like we're oh, still, did we flash we still, back again to Nam? Or is she? <laughs> are, are, oh, so you're now on a rope in a black void for how long? Oh, yeah. How long am I watching you just hang too. here? That got kooky, too. Yeah. Yeah. Where where I said um, I kind of wanted End to the Night to be an hour and a half, this was an hour and a half. Like, this feels like an extended episode of, like, The Twilight Zone or, but it's not even that twisty. Like, it's not even, I don't want to say smart enough to be a Twilight Zone episode. But yeah, it's just, it It feels like this would be okay for an hour-long thing that happened. And you might be able to cut out some of this stuff. But a lot of it, like, when he's hiding from Bull and Bull is now just a skeleton, the amount of chasing... I I was really just kind of like waiting for it to end. After he finds his son, I needed it to just end. That was the sure. happy ending that I got. And then... I was then, amazed that this movie had a happy ending. Me too. Me like too. Like these types of movies is like, he's smiling with his family, dun, dun, dun. And then he looks and they're like tubby rubber monsters or, or something. Or the neighbor peels off his face and he's the monster too. And he's like, oh, I fooled you the whole time. Ah! And yes. Eats them all. Yeah. And part of me was like, what a dumb trope that I would have hated. But also when it freeze framed on the greatest American hero's dumb face, I was like, <laughs> oh, this movie's over. That's it. Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of relieved, but also that's it. Like that's it. He's okay. Everybody's fine. Even you the wife your- who I thought she shot. 
a lot of misdirection in this. A lot and of misdirection. Things that he seems nonplussed by. He seems sad for a while that he shot his wife, but after a while, he's more concerned with hiding the body than the fact that he just murdered his well, ex-wife. He's got a he's got a, a haunting to to get to the bottom to. I don't know. Well, he's of. got a, he's got a lot going on in his life. But let's talk about it. It's House from 1986. Now, this is directed by Steve Miner, who had some minor hits in the 80s <laughs> um he directed friday the 13th two and three okay but we know him as the director of soul man Ha-cha-wa-wa. yeah so i don't i think the big question at the end of this you don't need to answer it now is is house better or worse than soul mm. man and i'm really not sure mm. all right so uh yeah so we can kind of get into it um you said earlier like they're really establishing this house like beautiful like this beautiful is a beautiful victorian home gorgeous gorgeous house. and I, then when we see that there's pool no pool keeper which we should have for as fantastic as that water looks i'm just saying lovely right, garden yeah. area a, a woman pushing i'm gonna say 90 is taking care of that pool i'm doubtful and, and those grounds like why wasn't there just like a groundskeeper that showed up at one and point and the keeper could have been like oh like the little sh- like kind of a shady yeah yeah, yeah, I or, like that. Or the the guy that warns him of this yes, stuff or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like there's there's been some weird stuff. It's gotten weirder since your aunt died or right. something like and that. And he lives in the back shed where the where the weapons are the weapons where all the tools are. I He's like got that. Little... He has a bunch of like porno mags just yeah. hanging up all over the place. And people are like, did he get the sun? No, he's just keeping the grounds. Yeah. We have a whole character that we've well, just invented for I this movie. I think it is important the that better. the realtor at one point is like, yeah, and we clean up the pool. So oh, I didn't I, notice the realtor know, said that. We don't know. What, because that too, like there were some scenes and some characters like the realtor giving him the tour and everything. You know the guy's going to take the house. Why did, was it ever up for sale? Why didn't he just get it in in exchange? And Like what, I, what was that I, all about? I, I have no idea because I'm like, wait, did this woman have a will? This is never discussed. Like, is this your house? Right. Or did you just did you buy, buy this house? Yeah. I That is never discussed. And not that realty or whatever, um, you know, not that that stuff is, is important to me in a dumb movie like this. But they really made such a big deal about it. Like, it could have just been him going... Well, my aunt left me this house. But no, we had to bring a realtor into yeah, this and everything. Yeah. And a disappointed realtor, too, that was like. That, a realtor who <laughs> comes inches close to committing, I'm not going to say murder, but definitely manslaughter. He was pissed. The realtor's reaction is to go, oops. <laughs> You almost killed a man okay. with a harpoon oh, gun. Oh, yeah, with a harpoon. I forgot about that. I thought you were talking about because because the realtor is genuinely disappointed when he decides he's not going to sell it. He's yes. like, oh, that's. But you're right. <laughs> he almost kills him and just laughs it that. off, like, oh, that was that was really silly, right? Yeah. Even that. Okay, so you're going to bring a realtor in here, make the realtor keep coming around and saying, hey, you yep. sure you don't want to sell? You sure you don't want to sell? And he's part of the creepy aspect, and he could even be one of the, because I noticed that the ghosts were part of his visions. And Why I can't see where he, he even can... be a minor casualty? Like, yeah. fine, you have him murder his hit. wife, yeah. maybe, kind of, not really. Have another monster be this realtor, and then he realizes he just blew the head off the realtor, yeah. and this is serious an issue now yeah yeah 
Jamie, so we're many fixing little fixes. This movie. So many fixes. You know and what? I really, I really think this movie is due for a remake. I think if if anybody's out there from Hollywood listening, which they are, they are, um, they're all over this. Remake this, reboot this <laughs> franchise. You could do it. Have William Cat be the neighbor. Fine. Yeah, let's give him that. Yeah, toss yeah. The, toss the old fans a bone. <laughs> Have him be a realtor. I don't care. Yeah, but but clean it up a little. Clean it up. It won't take much. We'll give you our notes along the yeah, way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it because we don't even start. William Cat's not even here at first no. because there is a, uh, the a grocery, grocery boy. Yeah, who, who discovers it. Who introduces himself as, it's the me. The grocery boy. The grocery boy. And the way this kid, so this kid pulls up on like, I don't know, a moped or whatever to this house and brings groceries in and leaves them on the table. The way he's approaching this, where he's like, um, yeah, uh, I'm just going to leave the groceries here and I'll collect next week. I'm like, ooh, what weird advances has this old woman made on this kid where he's willing to be like, I don't know, lady, pay me later. No, but he doesn't. He wanders, he starts to wander around then. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because he doesn't know if she's okay or he's never been inside the place to really get good looks, but he does. He's clearly never been upstairs because he looks at the painting and goes, ew, creepy. (laughs) And I like how many times later he has to say, my aunt was an artist. My aunt was an artist. If you watch this movie and were, I don't know, super stoned or whatever, mm. you might be able to keep track of some of this. But me watching this, again, stone sober during the morning, I was still confused about a lot of stuff. <laughs> but they want you to know that she painted all that. And they introduce these fun little things. Like she's a painter. She's got some mm-hmm. trippy art. There's not a... I don't know. We could have played off of that, too. We could have gone into her trippy art more, and, and that's where some of his... But we don't. No, we don't. it's one painting. No, there was one another one. One painting's important. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, one is important. I mean, important, there, yeah. there's paintings all over the house, but they're all in the background. Like, the one at the top of the steps, that's the one that the grocery... It's me. The grocery boy. The grocery boy. <laughs> what a weird way to introduce yourself. <laughs> So it, this kid wanders around the house and then goes into the bedroom where she like swings Ring. into frame. Yep. <laughs> it's not and even he revealed like she's been dead. I'm like, kid, she just hungers up. She you could lives. save her life. I know you should grab onto those feet, those legs and help her. He just darts it, darts on the bike and is gone out of there. And that's the last we see at Grocery Boy. No more Grocery Boy for us. At least he made it out okay. Right. And then we're at a funeral. Yeah, we're at a very sparsely attended funeral. Yeah, not many people come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. These, okay, and this is this is almost a scene in the movie where all you need is the greatest American hero. Like, that's all you need. Just but instead, sad, there's yeah. a weird old man there with his wife. And he's only there to be like... You know, your aunt's not crazy. My wife's crazy. I'm like, <laughs> she's right there, dude, right next to you. My, and she yeah. seems really sad. Like, why are you calling her crazy? Just for comparison's sake. I guess. <laughs> this woman here, crazy. Your aunt. Compared to my wife, your aunt, she had all her marbles. It was <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> And then we don't even go back to the house because now it's like we met the house, which mm-hmm. is an important character, mm-hmm. and we saw a dead old woman, 
And now it's like the movie's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, here's our main character. Let's just follow him to his book signing so yeah. you can know what he does. It's not like that could never be introduced again. It, it certainly could. And the amount of times they talk about writing, you got to write. You got to yeah, write with your I'm book. Writing. I'm writing. Like, I do like the name signing. of his book. I do like the name of his book. One Man's Story. <laughs> a Vietnam. Wait, what was it? One Man's Story of oh, the Vietnam War. The, right, it. his book that he's. Yeah, <laughs> the one that he's working on now. The one that he's working on now. So, wait, let me get this straight, yeah. too. Because no, this was another thing that I wish that we could have played with a little more. Sure. So, he's at a book side, and he's clearly has. They do like the. What is it? Like that fishbowl camera on all the, the yeah, people fish coming eye lens, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you got it. Um, but these. Put a he's got these. <laughs> How you do it? These uh, fans that are all kind of goofy, maybe nerdy, maybe Comic Con esque. I'm not judging, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I mean, first of all, that sounded pretty judgy. I did. But also, I think you're kind of right. I mean, it's a weird mix of like total punk, like freaks. Yeah. And then just like weird nerd losers. But that's what I mean about Comic Con. It's it's all oh, so of that. So I've you never, got some... I know you've been to Comic Con before. Oh. I've never been. Oh, gotcha. I've only seen reports on The Daily Show. Like. Okay. Um, what are the books that he writes? So they're, are they like kind of scary books, like sci-fi books? I think he's a very, I think it's like a Stephen King thing. Like he's a he's a scary writer. And now like he's, he just that's why he's stepping books. out or of he it. Wrote, he wrote a horror book called Blood Dance because his I'm going to call this guy his agent. His yeah, agent's like, listen, yeah. Blood Dance has been out for five years now. Your fans want something new. So I don't know if this is just like a one and done. Like he's a. He hit it big with that book and now people are waiting for stuff or he's just been writing a bunch of books and that's his latest and he's really been you know he's fallen into a rut mm-hmm. after he signs autographs for a bunch of freaks then we see his sad life his sad microwave dinner life which i thought you're supposed to take it out of the box before you put it in the microwave but i'm not sure listen it's to show <laughs> that he doesn't care about anything anymore. you're right you know, he does look at the instructions. Like he looks at the well, directions you know for how the to time. microwave, how long and then do you just keep it in? tosses it in. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple times in this movie where they clearly were like, "No, that's a good enough take." One is now, and and I don't know if it might be the greatest American hero just has a problem with opening things. <laughs> he really struggles to open this microwave. Like it is a clear "let's do that again" situation, but they don't. And later on, when he goes out into the tool shed or whatever oh yeah the second drawer that he opens gets caught and then he opens it again and i'm like you guys could have done that again maybe he's just sloppy and they're like just let him i mean he couldn't get three takes and he's still not getting the drawer like this is the best (laughs) one three takes isn't a lot but after three and you can't open the drawer you're just like fine we don't have the budget for this. We got to move it. We're not going to reset this. Meaning, take the microwave meal out and close the door again. You know how much that burnt up doughboy with the fingernails cost us? Because that's what it looks like when you think about it. So creepy little monster guy. Wait, who's a doughboy? The doughboy, the big, the fingernail monster thing that she is with the boobies and the. Oh, the oh! I thought, thing. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the thing that came out of the closet. I was like, Jamie, I'm not getting Doughboy at all. No, that, that wasn't Doughboy. No, no. All right, yes. Well, you said his sad life. This is and this is beyond a sad life because the sad life is him trying to make a microwave dinner poorly, but then it becomes 
he the FBI is sick and tired of him calling him. <laughs> he calls the FBI and he's like, hey, have you found my kid yet? And they say, no. And he goes, but you'll let me know if you do, right? <laughs> the response is, yeah. And then the guy on the FBI is like, hey, listen, Joe called me from the CIA. Can you stop bothering them too? Oh, well, it is so weird. It gives us, though, a little snapshot of just how many things have gone so wrong for this guy. Right. Because then we're he, not even done. No, we're not. So he's <laughs> called the his kid is missing. And the FBI, the CIA is like, listen, just back up. We'll let you know when we find little Stevie. What's the kid's name? Billy. Oh, who gives a All shit? Right. But and also like. Later on, we see these cops. And I'm like, you know what? You're right not to trust them that they would get anything. Done. Yeah, that they're. I love it when the cops are like, "Wait a minute, you're famous. Why didn't you say so? No citation for you, buddy." <laughs> That's how it works. Let's get to the third in the trifecta of mm. sad life. We have microwave dinner, missing son, and now recent divorcee, actress wife, pretty cute. Yep. They used to have a nice thing going on. We find out, I mean, yeah, this devastation when they lost their son, and I guess that mm-hmm. taxed their relationship a bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he, she calls, no, he calls, no. Is no, this she when calls she him. calls from the payphone at the awards show? <laughs> <laughs> to tell him, to tell him that she lost? It seems like the people that made this movie were like, oh, we get a great shot backstage at the award show. Like, she just walked backstage after maybe not winning or something, and they're like, I'm, all we could get was this hotel lobby yeah. for the afternoon. Because <laughs> that's all it is. Like, it's just a hotel lobby. And this woman calling for what reason? To tell him that she, to she tell lost. Him that I lost. And he is turning up music. <laughs> She's like, I know the divorce hit this guy hard. Maybe hearing that I lost will make him feel a little bit better. Yeah, about his maybe situation. it'll. Yeah. He's turning up music and pretending like he's having a poker game with the boys. And I love it when she's like, who's there? Who's all there? And he's like, well, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't even have friends who can make up. You know, he can't even make up names. Like, not even friends. You can't even just say male names. Yeah, Those it's, are, it's really yeah. just like, uh, or just, you know. You don't know these guys. Because I really I expected met. the joke to be like, uh. Jeff is here. And she's like, really? Because Jeff's here with me Oh, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that was going to be a joke. But no, he just can't make up names no, of he people. he stumbles and he can't. Yeah. But he's got to get back to the poker game. She's got some paparazzi pictures she has to take where she's got to literally, like, put off the, okay, I'll smile, put down my payphone and say, say It cheese. really is like this uh, Patrick Duffy-esque character yeah. walks over to her and she's like all right i'll just i just gotta put the phone down for this picture right now and then i'll kind of talk to you for a minute or two i guess it's a recent divorce it's never said when this kid disappeared Mm-mm. never Mm-mm. like it was a year ago a couple months ago yeah we need some kind of like fresh like come on it's been six months or it's been two years you know when we find him he looks like it's just been a week maybe <laughs> no one in this neighborhood seems to know who he is mm-hmm. or that he's ever been at that house and when we get a flashback of him i'm like this happened yesterday <laughs> how does george Ware not know you how does the realtor why is the realtor taken aback when you're like yeah i spent time here as a kid the realtor's like what uh, yeah. really <laughs> like, 
It's a missing child of a celebrity that happened here. Uh-huh. Everyone should know uh-huh. about this. One would think. One would think. And the realtor should be like, I remember reading that in the paper last month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. no. Instead, he's like, I don't even know who you are. She says, she does. So there is no, because when he says, I'm staying, I'm thinking of staying at the house, isn't that when she mm-hmm. says, don't do, like, because we don't know right now that his kid died at the house, right? But we know. We don't know it's a haunted right, house. Right. We don't know anything about this. Right. Well, we know it's something up with the house with the, you know. I mean, the movie is called that. House. Yeah, yeah. And but we, we saw very we scary pictures of the house. We don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, but we don't know that that's how the son died or where the, no. the son died and that. Yeah. No, I just found out he had a missing child. Like I, right. this movie didn't start with like a cold open of this abduction or something like that, which is the way a movie like this would start. Right, if that's one of the But pieces. this movie starts with an old lady killing herself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're right. That's how it is. It is begun that way. Um, <laughs> he goes to bed and he has one of the many um, dreams, fantasies. I don't. This movie is a lot of like, I'm going to type something in the book and you as the viewer are going to be transported to it. And then me as the person who's writing this typed something out. But when it comes back to me, I'm going to seem shocked by what just happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the amount of times it goes back to him, the person who just typed the scene we saw and he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, like you just wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this Why shocking? Why is it so jarring? Yeah. <laughs> He's having out of body experiences, perhaps. It's the, house. it's the house. Yeah. I remember one time reading a um an interview with the guy who wrote Fight Club mm-hmm. and they were talking to him about and spoiler for I guess the book and movie with Fight Club, when uh the Ed Norton character and the Brad Pitt character are revealed to be the same person. He's like, When I wrote that I couldn't believe it. And then I had to get up and I just walked around my house for a while. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You had that idea. Like you didn't just write that on the fly, man. Like it's, yeah, but that's what this guy seems to be doing. Yeah. Things are just coming to him. Maybe he wrote in a haunted house too, the fight club book. I don't know. <laughs> you think so? Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. So he has a dream that there's a kid his kid. I thought it is, was him. See, I didn't know. I thought when it was we, too. Yeah, I thought when it was we too, watched, of course. Before you get to see the kid, I thought he's having a flashback dream yep. about when he was a kid. And you just see him playing in the dirt. And then you see a terrifying, scary zombie hand come out of the yes. dirt. It looks like he's playing in the pet cemetery. Like it's just a single grave in the middle of the woods and a hand pops out. But just like you, I thought it was him. Like I thought it was like flashbacks of when he was a kid and would play at his grandmother's house and it was a haunted house. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think better movie. You don't need this lost kid. Oh, yeah. Kidnapped. Kid. Yeah, no. Whatever he is. No, and if you're going to put him in it, then make it be from the start that we know yes. that he's a part of, you know, the bad mojo of this home. Exactly. Yeah. Also, I think it's important to mention that he is writing this book, mm-hmm. uh, as we've mentioned many times. But, Jamie, how much does he have written of this book? That he, he's working every on time he's working now? on it, we just see the title. <laughs> we just see the title page. And it is um, One Man's Story, Vietnam War. 
Very this, creative. This guy really is like a capture of me for four years in college, just being like, well, it's time to get to work on that thing <laughs> that I was supposed to do and just constantly being distracted by like whatever's on TV, a new missing child in my life. <laughs> like it really, at every turn, I was like, man, you just, you need to figure out something like some sort of system to keep yourself on track like i am gonna write five pages today and just stick to it don't just sit down and be like i guess it's time to write this book that i haven't written in five years well he's in a haunted house and and he's being you know this is before the haunted house well no well true even when he's in his sad life he can't start this he's got a sad little life how do you and now why do you choose this now in your set first of all you've got the sad life you could be writing about the missing kid you could be writing about the relationship you have with your aunt and her because he says to the realtor yes she raised me whatever Mm -hmm. I think it's weird that they added the whole piece, I guess because they had a soldier monster that they wanted to bring up. (laughs) But why did they have to have the Nom thing in there? Like, what? And the flashbacks to Nom mm -hmm. and the, the, that, it it almost seems, and I mean, believe me, I'm no like a Vietnam buff or anything, but it doesn't seem like the scenes, it seems like it's almost degrading. Like if you were, uh, uh, um, it seems insulting. Yes, yes. I mean, for one thing, I'm looking at William Cat going, wait a second. This is 1986. Yeah. How old were you yeah. when Vietnam was going yeah. on? Like, you do not look like an old man. Like, if, if William Cat in this movie is in his mid to late 30s, I'm like, okay, that tracks. But he does not look like he's in his mid to late 30s in this movie. <laughs> And when we get these flashbacks, it even seems more bizarre because I'm like, the Vietnam War was a while ago. It wasn't like in 1980, the Vietnam War was going on. So it just it just seems late for this. This seems like a movie that was written in 1976. Maybe, maybe. All right, we could probably do this. And then for some reason, 10 years later, they went. I guess we don't have to change this Vietnam. No, we'll just leave them in Nam. It'll be cool. People will like it. That's the war. They love it. Yeah. Um, Well, and I think maybe it was the soldier. Like, I feel like they had some um, parts to this movie fleshed. Like, oh, we got this little kid. He's an adorable actor. Well, that's okay. So he loses his kid. We'll add that to the, dr- yeah. you know, like, or, oh, well, just, we made yeah. a great monster with a, with a fatigues. Well, that's okay. We'll just make him be a, a vet, a Vietnam <laughs> yes. vet. It's cool. Or yeah. how tough is it to just set this movie in the late 70s? Just mm-hmm. change the cars and change the mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really easy thing to do. Change the fashion. That V-neck sweater he's got on Holy in that one scene. Shit. You sent me a picture of that. It's pretty swanky 70s. Maybe it is it's a, more 80s. That is a look. That, yeah. That's the With one the thing you don't need the, to yeah. change for this movie. Yeah. Jeans, he has khakis on. Oh. He has, like, big billowy pleated khakis. And then with the, that sweater that's cut down to his navel. With no T-shirt or, or nothing on underneath. Yeah. Not at all. Exposing what, what, what you got. Oh, <sighs> so great. All right. So he shows up at his aunt's death house and walks around with his realtor, who, as we said before, the realtor is very excited. Like, Oh, yeah. Dude, we're going to make out uh, like bandits on this thing. Well, he's selling the things inside yeah, the house, Yeah, he's like, we can too. sell all this stuff in here? It's great. And then I'm like, all right, so is he the executor? Is this, this must be his house that was left to him 
by his aunt. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the conversation was. Like, yeah, put it up for sale. Let me come by. And then when but, he comes by, he's like, nah, yeah. I think I'm going to stay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because even the realtor's like, you're here so quick. I didn't even have time to put the sign yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Well, when did that conversation take place? We're watching all other minutiae in his life. We watched him not cook a TV dinner. <laughs> we couldn't watch him have a conversation with a realtor. Right? Or the lawyer to say, yeah, just put it up for sale. I don't think I'm going to be interested. Exactly. And then he goes and he's like, you know what? Now that I'm here, there's still a room. There's a kid's room in there that he sleeps in at one point because he says he was raised That's there, weird. right? It was totally weird. Um, his, his aunt pretty much raised him. When my mom died, my aunt raised yep. me. That's another thing. We could have gotten into how did you did the house kill your mom? How did that come about? But we don't we don't even get into that. What happened to your mom? Right. Let's not even talk about your no. dad. I guess. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what is any or of this? Or your uncle? Who? Who? You know, is your aunt? Yeah. We don't know. Oh no. I thought you were about to say or your uncle who touched you. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about that. <laughs> you need to bring that up. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're already a Vietnam vet. Why don't you also be? Let's add it. Let's just compound it all. This movie seems like the weirdest Vietnam allegory that I've ever seen <laughs> on film. Where I'm just like, I don't think you needed this. Like, it could have just been a haunted house. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I agree. I agree. They walk around, like we said, he almost shoots him with a harpoon gun, which kind of comes into play later. And then they go out to the pool. And then suddenly a new movie starts for a little bit. <laughs> because I was like... Is this in the past? Is it? Did he move in and this is like three days later with his wife and kid? Oh yeah! Like it's really weird. Yeah, how it's a weird transition. A lot is. of these little flashbacks are strange transitions where you're like, yeah. Wait, where are we now? Because mm-hmm. yeah, now he's his he's looking at the pool and his wife's back there and his right and his kids yeah. back there or no, he's trimming the hedges right and he's looking out for his kid. And he hears his kid, yeah, but he thinks he right. hears his kid in the front yard, so he runs out. And a creepy car just like speeds out and pulls mm-hmm. away, mm-hmm. which I guess is a misdirect. But why? Yeah. Why do we need that? Because like, at first I was like, oh, his child was abducted by child molesters. Like yeah. I was like, this yeah. is like I know my first name is Stephen. Shit. Yes. And I was not prepared when he ran around the back, and I'm like. Oh no, the kid's just in the pool. I don't know why we had to have that car drive. And then away. it's weird because he doesn't look like when you see the kid in the pool, it doesn't look like he's drowning. No. Also, like, wasn't he trimming hedges in the back by the pool? By at the first? pool. And wouldn't you hear a child splash, splish, splash? I don't know. And at first, he doesn't look like he's drowning. He looks like he's totally above water. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not comfortable in the pool, but not having an emergency situation. Put a fence around that pool. Put a put a nice gate around it. You know, don't don't leave it unlocked. First of all, he looks old enough where if you're on a property with a pool, you should probably teach her get to swim by that age. But, but you know what? I'm not going to judge other parents. It's fine. Yeah, right? <laughs> when he dives into the pool... And the kid's not there. He's just swimming under the water and swimming. Swimming and around nothing. looking for a there's kid nothing. that isn't really mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And then we find out this is just a fantasy. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the realtor's like, hey, are you okay or are you crazy? Like, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go into the boathouse, pool house, whatever. 
And this guy's real, like this realtor selling him on everything, because the realtor's oh, like, what he's talking about. I've got a nephew that can uh, upgrade this stuff and knock out this wall here. Yeah. There's no wall; it's just a big box. He's like, this could be a nice guest house. You could somebody could live in the back house, and you have. He's got big plans for this place, and that's why he's so disappointed. When our friend is like, well, I'm not going to sell. I'm just going to stay here and figure it out. Now we get another flashback to the missing kid. Like, this is the missing kid part where the cops are there. His wife is sobbing uncontrollably. Oh, yeah. And the aunt goes, the way that lady says, this house took him. And then his wife's like, you crazy old bitch. Oh, she and snaps at her. Runs yeah. away. And the old lady smiles and is like, she's a little testy, isn't mm-hmm. she? Like, none of these are normal reactions right now. The wife is doing the best job of anyone. The cops are just standing there, staring off into space. And the aunt seems... Kind of happy. She was going to say she looks creepily happy, right? She's like excited, and doesn't she tell him? Oh no, this is when she she sees he sees the aunt, and she tells him leave while you can. He also sees. Yeah. When does that? When she he sees her hanging herself. Yeah, that's right. So this is what's um happening now. He's fully moved in, I guess. Like I, I don't know again how long. He's got his computer with him, right? Because he fires up his computer Mm -hmm. again. Doesn't get any work done. Mm -mm. Does absolutely nothing. It's very distracting. House. Yeah. And I was like, maybe a book about Vietnam isn't for you. That's what I'm saying. Just write like a a dumb horror movie or book or something like that, or write a sad book about like a, about I said, a guy. Like I said, write about your missing his, kid. Yeah, about how sad it is to lose your kid. life or whatever. Yeah. Like maybe that's... So it's I like an exercise in feelings. Yeah. Yes. I understand mm-hmm. that you have to exercise these Vietnam demons, but maybe a book isn't the outlet for that. Maybe work on your life right now, which seems really terrible. I like how he decides to go to bed in the child's room, in the Conestoga wagon bed, which I've never seen before. <laughs> I've seen a race car bed before. I've even seen a bed in a TV show that looked like a giant football helmet. I've never seen a covered wagon bed. Maybe he was in, maybe he was in to uh, uh, Oregon Trail. We don't know. Maybe. But uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was weird too. And I was like, as a child of the 50s? How old is this guy? I have no idea. He was in Vietnam and now it's the mid to late 80s. So he hears a noise or a voice or something like that and he walks into his aunt's room and he sees her standing there and she basically is like, hey dude, this house is a mess, man. Yeah, she's all, get out while you can. Yep. You need to get out. And she's like... She gives him fair warning. Time to hang myself. Yeah. And then she and then he reaches for her and says no. And really, it's another one of these little visions that he has. Yeah. This movie's just a lot of fake outs. A oh, fake out. And it gets a little... It gets a little tiresome. I Already watching this, I'm kind of tired by this point of it being like... No, that's not real. Oh, you're just remembering this? Oh, now I'm watching your book on screen? <laughs> there's a For us as an audience, there's a lot to kind of keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, uh, he's wearing that glorious sweater that we talked about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the V-neck. The and deep V-neck. He chases a, a raccoon or something or a dog away from the trash can. The dog, yeah. And now he meets his neighbors. The lady neighbor first, right? Mm-hmm. First, a very sexy lady neighbor who's mm-hmm. going for a jog. 
who looks mm-hmm. a lot like his wife. This was yeah, a little confusing. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, same here. I was like, is this another vision or what's yeah. happening? Yeah, there were times in this movie where I was like, oh no, he shot his neighbor. No, his wife, I uh-huh. guess. Uh-huh. Oh, look, his wife's here. No, that's his neighbor. Yeah, and his neighbor looks a lot different because when she shows up, like when she was swimming in the pool, and then when she shows oh. up later with the kid, that hairstyle. She looks like a different person. Oh, you yeah. Can't, it is a little As different. a viewer, you yeah. can't do that to me. You can't introduce two blonde women who kind of look the same, are extremely skinny, and then just throw a bunch of hairstyles at me. <laughs> so he sees her, and they wave or whatever. And then he meets his neighbor neighbor, the guy yeah. right next door, George Went. Yep. They talk for a while, and... We said it before, George Went is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, he's a fun piece to this whole movie. He's a little desperate when they first meet. He could tell he just wants to have a friend. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, do you want to have lunch? Do you want to have dinner? What do you like to do? Are you by yourself? And then he realizes who, that he's this famous yes. writer, and he's like, oh, gosh, I'm a big fan. And he, he really just wants to be friends. He's clearly a bit lonely himself. He does have a dog. Very lonely. That, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I do have to say a great like um a great comedic George Went like delivery is when he's talking to him and he's like, Oh, it's so nice to have you here. That lady who was here oh, before yeah. so crazy. Man, yeah. and she was ugly and she was mean and he goes, uh-huh. Well she was my aunt. Well, hell the, of a woman though. Yeah, I mean yeah. really just a kind hearted soul. Also yeah. very beautiful too. Yeah, like yeah just that was really on good. On a dime yeah. he switches. It was a nice switch, yeah, I agree. It's really yeah. great. I also love it when he's like Oh my god, I know who you are. I'm your biggest fan. I have your book literally on my person at all times. And he pulls it out and it's just a a loose bunch of papers from this book. (laughs) Just pages out of order that he wants him to autograph. (laughs) But he's really like, listen, I I would love to autograph this. I you seem like a jolly man, but I have to get work done, you know. Yeah, I got my writing to do. Yep. I'm here, a lot of right, stuff. here with a purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And George Wentz, like, hey, I totally understand. I'm only going to bother you 45 more times over the next. I'm two only going to be looking out for you every step of the way, baby. Every step of the way. I'm only going to You shoot a gun. I'm going to call the cops. I'm not going to check on you. I'm going to be like suicide attempt. He's having when, a bad. <laughs> but it must be public knowledge too that he and his wife have gone through this oh, divorce. Definitely. Yeah, because oh, even George Wentz, like, oh, he man, mentions a divorce. A divorce. Oh, a and he lost, does mention the kid, too. Child. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's, of course, public knowledge, which makes everything about this confusing. Like, that even makes it more confusing mm-hmm. that this is public knowledge, and yet George Went didn't know that his aunt lived right next door <laughs> to him, but knows everything about this writer's life. And... Seemingly, his child was taken not that long ago. George went from probably this house. next door. Yep, yep. So he goes in to get his work done, and we're finally in Vietnam. Oh, it's taken us so long to get here. I don't want to be here, though. <laughs> Nobody wants to be here. Uh-uh. I didn't want to be here either. But we're here. Uh-huh. We're on the uh-huh. worst Vietnam set I've ever seen it's terrible. in my life. It's terrible. It's, uh, yeah, and again, like I said, I'm no expert, but it doesn't seem at all realistic. It looks um, ridiculous. It looks like yeah. they just dragged in a bunch of fake plants and went. Now we're in Vietnam, uh-huh, everybody. Are uh-huh. you buying this? Uh-huh. Let's put everyone in fatigues. I guess it's Vietnam. <laughs> so this is where we meet his friend? Question mark Bull from Night Court. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it's his. Is it maybe one of his 
higher ups. Maybe it's a buddy. No, I don't know. But I then too, bulls, yeah, I think Bull's kind of a dumb dump. Like I think they're okay. both kind of like the like it's low. his Bubba. It's his Bubba. It's, yes, know, it's, like it's, Forrest and Bubba. <laughs> I was about to call him his Bubba Gump, but yeah. basically, yes. Yeah. Sure, William Cat is Forrest Gump. <laughs> Wait, who's the dumb one in this scenario? Hold on a second. I I don't... Okay, yes. Well, they're both simple, right? Forrest and Bubba. That's the Oh, charm. I thought you had William Cat and both oh. from Night Court. You could be... I mean, yeah, the, you're right on both accounts, actually. Yes, so they're... I don't know. They're in the same platoon, so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but they're they're taking orders rather than giving orders. Right. And they have a fun little thing where... Bull gives him a, a tin with his cigarettes in it, but oh, there's a little snake in there, oh. and William Cat can't stand it, and they're laughing and having a great time. It's a hoot and holler. And you the commander's it. like, shut up, like we're in the middle of the jungle <laughs> and we're gonna be killed. So, I don't know, I'm sure there's a shootout here, I'm not even really There's sure. a bomb, I think. Oh, yeah, There's a grenade. bombing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's when he sees his son in the window. And he turns him off with the TV remote? Yeah. Which is a natural reaction to seeing a ghost. <laughs> just get off of here. Which I was just like, how often does this happen where you know to grab the TV remote yeah. and turn off your son's reflection in the window? Because he's watching his wife's primetime soap. I don't know yeah. what she's in. I like later when he watches. It's so soap opera, I think. I like later when the kid's there, he, when he's babysitting the neighbor's kid. He's like, let's watch some TV. And the wife's soap opera is on. Completely all, inappropriate. I, I, have to t- I don't think this was a child actor. I, I think this was some kid they got. And when that kid's crying, I was like, "This, these are real tears. Like, yeah, he's really is, upset to be here. Yeah, He's very upset. He doesn't want the great American hero handling him at all. No. And the great American hero does not know how to handle children, which makes me think, did your kid run away? Like, were you that bad a father? Because I love it how he's like, I know what will calm you down. Some soaps. Let's yeah, go and some watch soap some operas. Time Let's soap just watch some, t- and I'll lay you awkwardly upon this chair. That is what he's like. Yeah, just just lay right here. You're comfortable, aren't you? Although when he is bathing the kid, the kid does seem to be having a legitimately great time because well, they are I fighting mean, with Bubble that bats are a blast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kid. At every moment, I was like, oh, this is just some like. PA's kid that was well and again because why do we even need that like why do we need the whole scene with him babysitting another kid unless while he's babysitting the kid he gets flashbacks or calls the kid by his son's name none of that happens he just has an awkward couple hours of babysitting this man just shot his ex-wife with a shotgun because he saw her as a monster and I was like is he going to kill this child? I thought that too. Monster? I thought yeah. that too. But that doesn't happen. So again, you're like, why did we have to have the babysitting scene? Why did we have to do adventures in babysitting in the middle of this movie? It's not necessary. Like this guy's like a, a, a serial kid misplacer. And, and I feel like that's what's happening again. They're just no, like... No, he ends this babysitting gig well. She comes and picks up the... That whole thing is so random. It, he meets this crazy, this hot little neighbor that you think... Random. Maybe when she comes over, she's going to be making moves on him and he can't handle it. No, she drops off her kid and is like, I got plans, but I thought maybe you could yeah. watch Wait, 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 wait. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because we find out now what he's really afraid of, which is his aunt's closet. Because in the painting in the tool shed, um, 
there's a painting of his aunt opening the closet and there's like a bunch of light coming out. And I guess that symbolizes monsters or something like that. I don't know. But he goes to the closet at midnight and he opens it. And this giant, creepy, skeleton, clawy monster comes out. It looks out. like the monster, the ghost of Christmas future from Scrooged. Yeah. No, that's actually, yeah, that's really fair. Yeah. It, it also looks like something that would jump out at you. On a haunted house ride yeah. at a county fair. Yeah. Like this yeah. thing looks fair. ridiculous. Yeah. And this thing attacks him, like legit scratches him up, yeah. tears his well, shirt open. Because he could show I like later when he shows the neighbor and he's like, look at this. <laughs> and he's like, that's some, some yeah, gnarly scratches. Yeah, <laughs> non-reaction to that is kind of amazing. But anyway, what I love about this is he's just attacked by a monster and I think he just goes to bed then. Like, he just goes to bed. Because then the next day, he orders a bunch of camera equipment and sets it up to capture this moment. Comes faster and than Amazon for really the 80s. Happens. It comes real fast. No, he's all set up. He's got, and he's he's in his fatigues now. Oh, and he's this got is when gear. he's doing a routine and he yeah. runs outside and it's he does goofy. cartwheels or whatever. And George Wentz like, hey, neighbor, what's up? And I love how George went, I guess, is walking his dog at midnight because then... <laughs> There is a monster then because it only happens at midnight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But George Wen comes over, just drops by with Chinese food and beer <laughs> just for funzos, just to hang out again. To be it's a bud. midnight. It's yeah. 1 a.m. It's whatever time. But this is what George Wen's doing. Desperate for a friend. And he they have a meal together and the greatest American hero confides in him and is like, hey, there's a monster upstairs. I think this house is haunted. Yeah. Look at all these scratches all over me. It would have been easier if he was just wearing that sweater. He could have slightly parted just, it. To show yep. him <laughs> Rather than pull his whole shirt up. And George Wendt is, I don't know if he's just like humoring him. Or I think what. He, he seems like he thinks that, that he's a little crazy. Like, like yeah. the great American heroes, maybe just, you know, under a lot of pressure lately. And he writes these yeah horror type books or these scarier books and yeah sure okay buddy i think yeah. maybe you hit too much of the sauce last night and that might be what happened you scratch yourself up a bit yeah um but is this when he enlists him to help no this is when no. george white goes home and and picks up his pink phone which i found great like i was <laughs> like oh george Wendt has a pink phone in his house that's interesting and he calls his wife because celebrities' phone oh, numbers are just that listed was a in weird the phone thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he calls the great American heroes wait Roger, I think is his name. Rod right? Yeah, let's let's. I'm gonna try and call him Roger from now because this yeah. is the point in my notes where I started to call him Roger. Yeah. So he yeah. calls Roger's wife, who, like you said, she's a she's an actress, some winning a, or losing awards. Losing but he's got she's her the number. Susan Lucci of this yeah. universe. She, he's got her number, and he's like, listen, I just want to give you a hot tip. I'm a little worried about your husband. Yeah. You might want to go in and check on him. Mm -hmm. um, and she's very appreciative. She's like, thanks. Yeah, yeah not, but then not she's like, like ooh, not but like, I got called tomorrow you, at 6 a.m. I can't get there too soon. How did you get my soon. number? No, she's not Also, curious. it's like 4 a.m., buddy. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Who are you again? It's really just like, hey, thanks for the tip. I really appreciate you looking after him. Yeah. And he's like, no problem. I'll just like kind of, you know, I'll let you know if anything goes bad here. And eh, don't worry about it. We go back to Nam because I guess he's still writing his book. 
Mm-hmm. And Bull and Roger are put on point to go out ahead. And Bull's crazy. He's, again, he's the Bubba. He, yeah. like, wanders off. Um, and I don't even know what's happening right now. Oh, I know. Oh, I yeah. know. This is when, like, a remote control car shows up and breaks him from his reading. And now we get very much Evil Dead 2 vibes because a giant swordfish on the wall comes to life and starts oh, flopping yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. He goes to the tool shed to get a gun. The tools in the tool shed are after Start him. floating, yep. And mm-hmm. he blows a giant hole in this fish. Mm-hmm. And the floating tools look like shit in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. the effects are really bad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I guess it's the next morning. Sandy, his wife, I wrote mm-hmm. her name down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. She shows, shows up, up to his house. And she's like, hey, I just, I was worried about you. Yeah. I thought I'd stop by. And he has a bunch of shotgun shells or whatever. And one falls on the ground. So she bends down to pick it up. And she pops back up as a creepy blob. Creepy blob. It looks terrible. It's These not, monsters look terrible in this movie. Not scary. No. It's not. It's funny. And that's why I wondered, like, is I don't it supposed know, is to it be? Is it funny? Is it funny? I don't think it's funny. No. The hand is kind of funny when it's on the kid's back. I thought that was kind of Oh, and of when it's grabbing funny. at his foot when he's trying to bury it and he's kicking right. it down. Yes. And he's, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fine. But this just looks like a... It just looks like a rubber monster. This looks like something that was made for a high school play. It's very goofy. It, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But he blows this thing away. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it is his wife. Dead. Mm-hmm. And he's just shot her. And he blows it onto the front porch. <laughs> right through and the door, yes. his neighbor hears the gunshot and doesn't check to see did no. he, who did he hurt or did he hurt himself. He no. just immediately calls the cops and says, someone tried to commit suicide. Well, <laughs> George White's reaction is kind of funny. He's yeah. like, well, gunshot next door. And I talked to that crazy old bastard yeah. last night. He was that definitely guy's... losing it. <laughs> and he really does call and he's like, I'm calling to report a suicide? Like, he An seems really suicide. unsure. He doesn't even come to over to, like, check on the friend. He's like, no. I'm call the cops before I do he anything else. He doesn't leave his yeah. house at no. all. Mm-hmm. So, Roger's crying over his wife, but then he hears the cops coming. So, he decides to hide up. the corpse mm-hmm. under the stairs of the mm-hmm. house. Like, mm-hmm. the stairs to go upstairs inside Cleans the up the shells mm-hmm. to the... To the gun sure yeah. yeah and then he just sits and pretends like yeah he's just cleaning my gun literally outside. whistling yeah. cleaning it and it's a good yeah. thing he's a white guy because these cops would have blown him away if yeah. he wasn't because well, the cops pour out of their two cars oh they spill in the cars yell. cars go right right yeah. in front of the house and they're like yeah. yelling put the gun down put the gun mm-hmm. down he's like i don't know what the big deal is i'm just outside cleaning my gun it went off a couple of times but you know right. that's what happens when you clean a gun yep and then and i the, guess you're not even allowed to shoot guns in this neighborhood you can't even set them I off don't, yeah that's There's really interesting mm-hmm. like well no it's not that interesting because i do think it probably is illegal to discharge a firearm in a residential area. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. you can go to a firing range or something. But the cops are really like, you know that's illegal, right? And it's like, oh, really? And they go, yeah. yeah, it's a citation. We'll give you one. Oh, wait, are you a famous person? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Everything's totally cool. We're good. Can we come in and piss? Yeah. 
No, the, the question the cop asked is so weird. I brought it up earlier where he's like, can I ask you a random question? Yeah. Can well, I use your bathroom? And, and Well, I think it's, it's kind of a joke because when he says that, William Katz like, oh, yeah, um, do you have a pen? Because he's expecting him to ask for an yeah. autograph. But he's like, can I just go use your bathroom? That's all I got to do. Yeah. And, and now, now they're just, having coffee. Now he just serves coffee to the cops. They find some shotgun shells, but it doesn't come to anything. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They don't arrest him or anything. They just no. leave. They leave with barely any suspicion. It's not like they're like, you, you're going to be all right? Well, we come and check on you, which, again, yeah. would have added another level of interest if now the cops mm-hmm. are kind of, you know, keeping an eye on him. And maybe yeah. every now and then a patrol car, when he has these right. visions, then there's mm-hmm. flashing lights and the patrol car's coming by. That and I'm kind of, again, like at this point, I'm kind of like out of this movie. Like, I'm like, yeah. This isn't interesting. I do like... There's too it is, much going on, too. It's yeah. funny, though, because we get a tiny bit of George Went because he does try and make his way to the house. Mm-hmm. And Grace American Hero is like, no, no, you got to go, buddy. And he closes the door and he says to the cops, you want some coffee? And then the door just opens and George Went's head <laughs> comes in and goes, hey, coffee sounds great. And just walks right into the house again. And I was like, oh, good thing you're here because I'm not enjoying anything else that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So after they leave, the monster's back. His wife's body's gone. So the monster's there. The monster taunts him about his dead son, which is weird. Like, your son's dead, and now I'm going to kill you. The monster has a gun to his head. The gun's not loaded. And then he runs around the house, and somehow the floating tools from the tool shed made their way into the house and upstairs and then kill this monster and cut its head off. Just decapitate it. And then, Jamie, you talked about the music in Into the Night. (laughs) Were you blown away after this monster's head gets cut off? And you're no good, you're no good, just kicks Uh in uh and full blast and we get a monster burying montage uh-huh. and not uh, yes in yes broad with this daylight beat. in his yeah. backyard broad daylight and several holes because he cut the monster up or the monsters in several pieces it's a bunch so, of pieces yeah. and then he drags the and again this is broad daylight and he drags it out in a bag a big yeah. old body bag no and one's in gonna be, so you is, wanted to hide your dead wife so no one would see. Right. But the dead monster, the whole neighborhood should know. You should just, listen, let's just do this in the middle of the day. Right. Out in the open. Yeah. And then we see, in a movie that has shown us so many fantasy scenes, uh, visions in his head, mm-hmm. stuff in the past, Vietnam book. I see a sexy neighbor just swimming oh. in this pool randomly, and I'm like, well, there's no way this is this real. This isn't real. But it's yeah. totally real. Yeah. And this is random, too. This neighbor is just doesn't have any boundaries because she's like, she's like, yeah, your aunt used to let me swim in her pool, and I like to swim in the pool. <laughs> It's just like, oh, you are here with your wife. Is it the right? I, I do oh, not yeah, she's got that I'm weird accent. I'm not sure accent. what her accent is, but uh, you're He's married sexy. Right He's a sexy you, one. You're so sexy, huh? And I like it when he, she asks him if he's married. And he goes, no, I'm divorced. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, is that a turn on? Like, someone else wasn't able to stand you? And now I'm really interested. 
because there's a whole lot of like her going yes i understand you have a lot of uh, work to do i know i know when men have to work oh, and yeah, i yeah. also know when men like to play <laughs> and it really is like a weird like sexual dialogue that's why it's with weird a when trash she comes. bag with a monster in it yeah yeah by his feet is the trash bag with the monster mm-hmm. grabbing the hand of the monster is grabbing at his foot while he's right. having this conversation yeah. and he is kicking it and getting angry <sighs> and then she leaves and we break into another rock and oldie song yeah. <laughs> as yeah. he buries this thing uh-huh. it's a little really levity. weird uh, like yeah. it's it's this movie at this point it takes off a turn. the rails yeah. I, I don't know what's happening anymore and it's kind of like that to the end Mm-hmm. But that night he checks under all the beds and closets and everything like that. And um, he he checks the pool and he sees that George Wentz's dog has dug up a hand, oh, a monster yeah. hand, and run mm-hmm. off with it. But now, Jamie, I, th- I think this is... Th- I'm not saying I was back in, but this movie's already off the rails, so whatever. Throw whatever nonsense you want. So his sexy neighbor shows up, different hairstyle. Very Looks confusing. like a different actress. Yeah. Shows up with a child with a mullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this mullet baby is something that I did not expect to see. Mm-mm. But she just shows up. And yeah. she's like, you're a weird man who mm-hmm. lives across the street now. I probably have a date. And yeah. you need to take care of my child. Yeah. He's easy. Here you go. Um, I'll be back for him in a couple hours. How Thanks. does she make? How does she jump to the conclusion that this man is good with children? I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know any mother that would just find a random man that just moved into the neighborhood and say, "Here's my child for a few hours." She's a bad mother. But she's that's a the thing. terrible mother. Was this? Oh, here's something I just thought. Yeah, go ahead. Was this whole thing in his mind? Is she an imaginary? That's why she looks similar to his wife and the kid. No, because George Wentz, like, oh, yeah, she's pretty says, oh, hot, yeah, isn't she's she? cute. Yeah. 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 And I would totally buy that if it had some sort of payoff at the end. Yeah. But the like payoff at the end is, well, no. the payoff at the end is, kid slept great. Yeah. That was fantastic. I gave him a, gave him a tubby. He's all I'll good. See you later. Yeah. yeah. No. So, this, oh, oh, please talk about it because I, I can't. No, I don't want to. Yeah, so the kid, she leaves the kid with him. And, well, first, but when she first leaves, like we said, there's this awkward exchange where the kid, the kid walks in and has the hand on his back. Mm -hmm. So he chases, the Roger chases the kid around the house for a little bit, trying to get the hand off his back. And the kid's crying and upset. And they come out of the bathroom. We mentioned this earlier. And the kid is crying. And she's like, you guys look like you're all good. Great. (laughs) See you later. Everything all right in there? He's like, oh, yeah. He just needs to use the bathroom. This kid is sobbing. Yeah. And this woman's like... I got a hot date. I got to get yeah, out of here. Yeah, I got to go. Here. I got some stuff to do. It's my Friday night. And now it's... He's now he's trying to he's trying to right. write his Vietnam book, and there's a yeah. child sitting in the middle of the room Watching crying. So oh, yeah. Just sobbing, playing with some dumb transformer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, fuck. 
What is your problem? Now? No, he's sweet. He's like, you miss I your mom? know, I know. I but know. he's really put out by it because well, like, this be? is not what my evening no, should have been. It's not supposed to be what this is about. And what, so, so he comforts him by putting on some of his wife's soap, his ex-wife's soap operas. His dead wife's soap opera. At this uh-huh. point, he's oh, like, yeah, I does. murdered this woman that's on TV right, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. She's in the closet over there. Um, and then he gets a tubby. The kid gets a fun tubby. They splish and they splash. Well, and then, hold on one second. You're, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about this any more than you, but he walks back and he starts typing again. And then he looks and the kid's gone. Oh, right. And then he finds out that the monster's like trying to pull his kid up a chimney or something. Oh yeah. And then That's he like why he I... pulls the kid away from this monster and is like, "Well, what now, buddy? Let's take a tubby. Why are you still in this house? Yeah. Why are you still here? Yeah. You're putting a mullet baby in danger now. A mullet baby. Like it's not just you now. And then, like you said, it's tubby time. Mm-hmm. Tanya shows up and he's like, "Your kid's an angel." Yeah. He's wonderful. Nothing here happened. Nothing happened here. Yeah. Yeah. And Tanya's like, bye, movie. I'm finished yeah. now. Uh-huh. <laughs> no more of me. None more. None needed. The little so boy's gone. This is where this is where I thought it was kind of funny how George Went shows up and he's like, dude, I brought beer. I can't wait to start movie night. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're not watching a movie. That was just a ploy to get you over here. Oh, We're yeah, yeah. hunting for monsters. How about you take this giant harpoon gun, mm-hmm. and I'm going to open the closet. You shoot this monster. I mean, raccoon. He goes on this big story about how a raccoon lives in the attic and yeah, gets out at out night. Yeah, he starts out that it's a raccoon. Yeah. Makes it, he mm-hmm. made a nest in the closet, so now they have mm-hmm. to murder this thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a huge raccoon, yeah. So he opens the closet door. George went, shoots it with this harpoon gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but this monster grabs the greatest American hero, pulls him into the closet, and George went, is left alone. So he decides to drink himself to yeah. death. He's scared now because now he realizes that it's real. His reaction to it was like, holy shit, this yeah. is a legitimate like monster in your closet. No joke. Definitely not a raccoon. So now he's in Vietnam. Mm. And... Bull has been shot and Bull begs him to kill him. Mm-hmm. So I guess the Viet Cong don't question mark, question mark, question mark. Mm. And he won't. He won't murder his best friend. Mm-hmm. He runs away and the Viet Cong pull Bull away and Bull's like, I'm going to get you for this. I hate you. And then a bomb explodes and he flies back through the closet door. Yeah. To a drunken, sleeping George Wendt. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like how he puts him to bed on the couch. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, I don't know what he's doing now. He's really trying to figure things out. And he finally... His aunt's painting that was in the uh, tool shed had a cloth over one part of it. So, he finally moves the cloth and sees a picture of his son in oh. the mirror. It's oh. the bathroom mirror, Jamie. That was the key to all of this, because why not? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of... He goes to the bathroom mirror a couple times. He gets pills out of the... He checks the pill bottle, right? It's one of those things where you're waiting for him to close the mirror, and there's a monster behind him every time, but there never Uh is. Uh -uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I do like this effect when he does open the bathroom mirror. Like, it's a cool practical effect. He opens the medicine cabinet. There's nothing in there. He closes it. Then he throws something through it, and it's just a black void back mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. like i do like that because i 
don't know, I appreciate things where I'm like, oh, they didn't do that with computers. Like, that was a... Like, people had to move stuff around and oh, stuff right, right. to make that happen. They had to get... Yeah. 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 Uh, so, I think we can fly through <laughs> most of this that happens now. He uh, goes through the bathroom mirror on a oh, rope. yeah. On a rope. Ties the rope to himself. Mm-hmm. Right? He and he goes sees... to, like, another dimension of some kind with these flying ghosts. Sure. Or, yeah. yeah. The flying mm-hmm. uh, claymation bat uh, takes oh, yeah. his shotgun and shoots the rope. And then he falls in the water, emerges back in Vietnam, where he finds his own child in a bamboo prison cell. Mm-hmm. I'm actually asking you if the, any of this is right. I thought I didn't because I'm amazed. I just said he finds the boy, his boy, in a trap. Yeah, it's like um, a it's like a bamboo cage. Yeah, yeah. That he gets him out of, and they jump back into the swamp. Mm-hmm. Vietnamese swamps, and they emerge in the pool. Yeah, now they're reunited in the pool. It's, uh-huh. Everything is fine, but there's still 10 minutes of this movie remaining somehow. Because now they go to the front door, and the skeleton of Bull from Night Court is there. Oh. Fully decked out. He's got a helmet on, which I don't know if he had a helmet before or not. Now he chases them around the house. Yeah. For kind of the last 10 minutes of this movie. Yeah. At one point, the house is on a cliff. He almost falls out. Oh, yeah, yeah. He pulls Bull out, but Bull doesn't Bull die. Falls. Bull falls at one point, yeah. but then is back after He's the back. fall. Yeah. It's all magical. They're, like, on the roof, and then they're in the... Oh. And the way this movie ends, because we got it. I'm kind of done. Um, <laughs> the way this movie ends is with the dumbest, like, I'm not afraid of you anymore. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you anymore. Well, it was, that was the whole point. Me. He had to face his fears and all of it. I know Again, he had to face his Vietnamese uh, fears. I understand. But it's just such a dumb... I know. But that doesn't even, like, cause Bull to, like, no! And then he, uh-uh. like, dissolves because he was just a figment of his imagination. And also, it's a haunted house that killed his aunt. What does Bull have to do with any of that? Right. Um, He blows him up like it's not he's like i'm not afraid of you anymore yeah i'm not afraid of you anymore also i feel like i should probably blow you up or you might end up hurting me yeah he blows him up they run outside i guess we're to believe that the house burns down yeah Yeah, and his wife's not dead no no she just showed up and she sees there's a fire but then they come out of the house and the sun is back and alive and she's so happy oh yeah The son and the mother are embracing, and we close with just the greatest American hero's big dopey face on screen in freeze frame. (laughs) And like I said earlier, there's no final twist. No. 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 And you didn't get, we didn't get enough to be, like even when he went through to the other dimension or whatever, I, I guess I get what they were trying to do, and that could have been interesting enough, but... Then play with that more than the nom stuff. I'd rather do that. And -hmm. you could even have that he had. It doesn't even need to have a bestie from nom. Like he could just have a son that's gone missing and a crazy aunt that lived in this haunt and a childhood and a father he doesn't know. Like there's all kinds of other things you could have brought up in here. We didn't. But that's the thing. Like you either have a Vietnam flashback and a Vietnam zombie. Yeah. Or you have these random monsters. You right. You can't have both. 
Because mm-hmm. when he first breaks the mirror in the bathroom, there's like monster hands and tentacles wrapping around him. Oh, yeah, him. there's the tentacle thing. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. goes in there and I'm like, this is just a big black void in darkness. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Don't, nothing makes sense. And I mm-hmm. guess that's the point. You know, they had a big, they had a bunch of rubber monsters they wanted to use, I'm sure. And so they just put him in here. And then they had a Vietnam story and they just put it Dumped in. That Everything in is too. just, we just put it in here. And, and there we, were two boys. They couldn't decide which boy would play his son. So they added another boy. You just babysit this one. Right. Uh, it was uh, like his brother just showed up on set and they're like, we'll use this kid too. But again, was that, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. Are you, are you still thinking this kid's not real? Yeah, and the, the labor lady's baby. not you real. Think the yeah. mullet baby was just a figment of his imagination. Well, and it was to like, you know, I get him thinking about his wife and the kid and what it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking sense. too much about this movie to be honest. Because, bottom line, yeah. And again, I I love a recommendation from 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 a listener to say sure, check this one out. And I do feel badly when you know if, if this if Aaron really enjoyed this and I did not. Well, I'm. You know, I guess like you said, some people like movies, some people don't like certain movies. It's just how the world goes. But I was, um, <laughs> I, even goes. as we were talking about it, you could see, I'm sure you did, how I was trying to kind of hurry us along. I was so bored by this movie. Yeah. I was so over this movie. And I didn't have any opinion whether it was going to be good or bad, but I was all for it, right? Yeah. Okay, let's just roll up our sleeves and get into this haunted mm-hmm. house shit. It was, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. That's fair. I, I I felt very much the same way. Okay. I, I was very surprised where I was like, how can an hour and a half long horror movie be as boring as this movie yeah, was? Yeah, boring. I was really bored. Yeah. yeah and I was I, like annoyed. I was, I was like, just pick, pick a thing you want to go with. Like yep. I said, just pick a direction and I'll follow you there. And maybe I'd get into it, but you're all over the place. All over the place. There's so many times where I'm just like... I'm just watching him open closets. Mm. I'm just watching him walk around this house. You've established the hell out of this house. Yeah. I know the floor plan. I know the layout. I, get I it. don't need to watch him chase a mullet baby around and reveal that, oh, that's what the bathroom the cop went into looks like. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. I'm glad yeah. I know that now. It's you just, don't need to know. Like you said, they're doing too much. But how is that so boring? Like, how? And then that, then, that was the thing that surprised, like, really shocked me. It was I was like, if you're just going to do crazy crap, just do it. Yeah. But I was like, why am I waiting for this to be over? Like, yeah. why am I yeah. wanting to rush this along? I should be like, throw more monsters out there. Like, right. where's all the fake blood and the gore yes. and the nonsense? Yeah. It's not here. This seems like a movie that was made for children. Mm. But well, if that's you- the case... Kids aren't into Vietnam. Like, yeah. I don't think that's a thing kids really enjoy. But, but again, like, I mean, the thing I'll say is it was fun making fun of this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. there were certain things when I watched it and I was like, that baby has a mullet. I was like, I can't wait to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And I said, that dude's sweater is wild. I can't wait to talk about yeah. that. So again, like, if that's, you know, and, and like you said, people like whatever. And I don't, I don't even want to assume why Aaron likes this, but. If you just wanted to listen to us talk about a dumb movie, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. 
I don't think do you have a recommendation? To the sequels. I do. Okay. Um, I'm afraid I may have recommended this, and not too long ago. I'm going to recommend the 1972 movie Images oh. um, by Robert Altman. And I feel like you did. And yeah. I don't always remember your recommendations, but I feel like you did. That's okay. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, it's a really great movie, and the, the reason it reminded me of this is there's a lot of fantasy. Like, am I watching something that's real mm. or something that's not um, it's a woman who it basically starts out that she's sort of afraid that her white or her husband is cheating on her. Um, but very soon after that, she sort of like the two of them decide to go away to a cabin because she's really stressed out. Mm-hmm. And men that she has had affairs with start to just show up. And oh. one of them died on a plane crash. So she's like, I know oh. you're not real. I know you're what are you a, doing a figure of my imagination. But, like, she'll leave a room with a figment of her imagination and then come back in and it's her husband. Mm. And then she'll turn around and it's another dude that's totally different. Like, it's really great. And it really plays with, like, what's real, what's not. She kills yeah. several people, but they might not be dead, but maybe oh, they, they might are. Have already. Oh. She also sees herself at one point. And oh. Yeah, it's, it's really, really great. Um, so I may have recommended it, but I'm just going to recommend it. Well, that just tells you how recommendable it is. It's very recommendable. Yeah. Yes. What about yeah. you? Um, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. I know. I should have. I should have. No, we recently saw this movie, and it took me a minute to look up. Because, um, you know, I like to just describe movies and not give the title and have our audience, our, our listeners figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's a recent movie. It's from 2020. It's called Nine Days. Have okay. you seen it? No. It's considered a fantasy drama. Um, and it was really cool. I had to write down because I saw it a while ago. And um, basically this man is living, is in this house in this like desert, like uh, in, in like out in a desert. Mm-hmm. And he is, he is part of, he is, he determines what souls get to come to earth. Okay. So there's these people that are representative of souls that come for a nine-day interview process to see if they're going to get put on into earth's existence it's really cool it's really well done and what happens is so this is his job this man's job is to just live at this house and interview these people as they come through Mm -hmm. and one of his previous souls that he planted on earth dies unexpectedly so he has a whole like it jolts him into like well what am i doing here and what are these people doing here and what is life as i thought it would be Mm -hmm. um and as the nine days goes on i forget how many there's like maybe seven there's like a a handful of people that are kind of auditioning we'll say and they each get cut 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 as time goes on and you know he's got to have a conversation with them all and say you know sorry but you're not and yeah it's really it's really cool and really really well done i don't know there were one or two kind of knowner actors in it but okay. nobody, no names that, that sounded familiar. It was written and directed by Edson Oda. Uh, Edson Oda? I don't know if I'm saying You're just right. making up words now. I'm then just saying fine. vowels that's together okay. and tossing consonants around. Um, but it was really, really, uh, I loved it. It was a really wow, excellent movie, okay. and I don't think I did it justice in explaining it. No, that's okay. Um, it, it sounds like there's a, there's a movie, um, it's called Afterlife, mm. and it's a Korean... Japanese. You and your foreign oh, that films. That sounds bad. That sounds. 
That sounds racist that I couldn't tell which one it is, but I really don't know. But it's a really great, it's um, a movie about, <clears throat> like, when you die, uh-huh. you go to this, I don't know, holding area, but it's kind of like an office building. Uh-huh. And basically, they're like, listen, here's what you get to do. Before you move on to whatever it is, they never talk about where you're going. They're like, you get to take one memory from your life with you. But that's ah. it. So it really is about these people trying to decide what it is that they want to remember. But it's not even just that, because what these people do is they try and recreate that memory for you and take a picture. And then you just have that picture with you when you go. So like this one woman is like, I used to fly a plane and that was the greatest thing. So they put her in like this plane and they have like these fake clouds around yeah, her and they yeah. take a picture. It's so sweet and it's it's just a really, really nice movie. So that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, and there's something like that in this where they have mm-hmm. the, the each of the people uh, that are whatever, trying to be earth souls. Mm-hmm. They So they watch these videos of their earth person and they have to make their bet. Like in the nine days that's part of the test, right? Is they have all, there's a room set up with all these TVs okay. where they watch all these different emotions and all these different scenarios mm-hmm. from their potential, I guess, earth life. And then when, when they get cut, he allows them to relive their favorite memory of what, or, or their favorite moment that they thought they had in where they never got to be oh. earth souls, but they get to relive it. And then that's their goodbye. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's really That's, cool. You would yeah. like it. You would like it. You it would like it. It sounds like, I'm wondering if it is like a, not a remake of it. But no, but it, now that you like said a, that, I'm like, yeah, well, maybe that's, maybe, maybe it's, it's not as creative as I thought when I watched it. No, but either way, um, it yeah. was really cool, really, really well done. Oh, and the so acting neat. in it is really well done. Yeah, Bill yeah. Skarsgård. Yeah. Oh, Tony yeah. Hale See, you're looking. Is in it. And then some other people I don't know. Yeah. Zazie Beats is in it. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really more great. excited about the recommendation than the movie <laughs> yeah, we watched. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> we should. People should get excited about our recommendations. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, and I will find the name of this app for you. But you talked about how you sometimes don't remember the names of things. And you just yeah. described them. There's an app. One of our listeners, I think it was Michelle. I'm not sure sent a message and said, Jamie should get this app because I guess you just describe a movie in your phone oh, and it'll, and like, it'll find tell it. you what it is. That's great. That's exactly what I need. <laughs> right. All right. So um, because we're recording this very far in advance, all of our listeners have not yet chosen mm. our anniversary movie. Oh, right, right, right. So that's when later on I'll just come back in and I will make an announcement as to what our um, anniversary movie will be. Uh, so I think probably by this point the poll's not up on Twitter anymore, but okay. if it is, vote, I guess. Oh. Um, but Elon that'll be it. That'll you. be our seventh anniversary. We will yeah. do that next time we meet. Cool. Um, and Thank you once again, Aaron. We really appreciate it. It made for a uh, fun conversation yeah. until we had enough and had to fast forward. Yeah, to the, the last sorry about that. 30 minutes of the yeah. movie in our minds. <laughs> um, but until we see everybody again for our seventh anniversary in two weeks' time, Crazy. have a great two weeks, everyone. Yeah, take good care, huh? Feeling better now that we're through. Feeling
It's me, the grocery boy. She reminded me of the old lady from Billy Madison that was like, oh, you know yeah. who stole them lunches? That damn Sasquatch. <laughs>